You don't know what you have until it's gone. Through loss, I, Kimberly, host of Self Love Sister Podcast, am learning to live. From the age of eight, I suffered from multiple autoimmune diseases which took my capacity to walk and even to speak. As these abilities gradually returned, I found a deep gratitude for this delicate and wonderful life. The fact that I may suffer a relapse at any time pushes me to appreciate all the more the wonder of living here and now. Through sharing my experiences and through interviewing others, I invite listeners to experience their own gratitude for life. This podcast is sponsored by The Podcast Farm. If you want help starting or growing your show, please click the link in the show notes. Hi, welcome to the Self Love Sister podcast. Today I'm joined with Rory. How are you? Hi there, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. Is it cold in your country yet? And well, I'm from Scotland, uh, so yeah, it's starting to get quite a bit colder for the winter time now. Well, here it's fall in Georgia. I don't think you use Fahrenheit, right? No, we use Celsius, and okay. it, it is it, it's autumn here as well, but uh-huh. uh, it starts to get colder in autumn, and then. By like December, January time when it's winter, it, it can be really cold sometimes. Oh, okay. Now, with your condition, does the cold affect you at all? So I've got a, a venous malformation, which is a type of birthmark. And uh, I've got it on my upper lip and right cheek. And basically, with a venous malformation, it's a, a gathering of extra veins or blood vessels in a particular part of the body. and For me personally, it doesn't cause any physical pain or anything like that, but with temperature fluctuations, if it's considerably cold or considerably hot, it can sometimes get a little bit uncomfortable, Um, but it's not too bad. But yeah, if it gets very, very cold, um, my birthmark can feel a little bit uncomfortable, but it's nothing... Uh, excruciatingly painful or anything like that. Okay, that's really good. Now, because of this, I would like to talk about like growing up. How was your life as a child? Yeah, so when I was growing up, um, the nature of the birthmark that I've got is that it grows with you until you stop growing. So it became apparent when I was, not long after I was born, it became apparent that there was something on my face um, that that wasn't 
quote-unquote normal. And then it began to grow bigger and bigger. And it continued to grow right through my childhood and teenage years. And I actually had it fully removed when I was about four years old. And I've seen a photograph of me not long after the operation. And you would never believe that there was a birthmark there before. And it had been completely removed. Um, but not long after the recovery period, it started to grow back again. And uh, I think my parents were told at the time that they could try and operate on it again. But because I was still growing and developing and maturing, there was a, a high chance it would uh, grow back again kind of thing. So I sort of left it throughout my childhood and it continued to grow. Um, and it's when it's when I reached puberty, really, that I started to uh, think about having further surgery done. And uh, I'll, I'll get on to that. But in regards to the question you asked, uh, my life growing up was pretty hard at times. Um, because of the birthmark that I've got, I do look a little bit different to the majority of people. And because of that, I was subjected to a lot of uh, sort of prejudice and verbal abuse, um, name calling, staring, laughing, stuff like that. And that really affected me growing up because when, when I was really young and experiencing that sort of thing, I was confused and I didn't know why uh, why people were subjecting me to that. And then when I finally sort of came to the realisation that it was because of the birthmark, because I look a bit different, uh, it was a, a sort of a... It was good to know that that's why people were doing it, I suppose, but it also made me think, Oh well, uh, if I if I'm always going to look like this, people are always going to treat me like this. And for for a, a young boy, like a really young prepubescent preteen child, to to have to think that it's very it was very confusing for me, um, and and hurtful as well. And then by the time I reached my teenage years and I was at high school, just things sort of escalated and obviously I started to reach puberty and I was starting to think about the future and I had a lot of doubts and worries about my future and I thought that I was always going to be unhappy because I was I was very unhappy at one point in time yeah. um, because I stood out and I wanted nothing more than to blend in at that point in time. And I knew that I, I stood out, you know, wherever I went, I was the odd one out. And there was a high chance that someone was going to say something negative towards me or, you know, um, subject me to some sort of prejudice or abuse. I got used to it, but at the same time, I dreaded it every time that I went somewhere, whether it was school or a lot of the time I didn't even leave the house very often because I didn't want to be seen in public. I was very afraid of uh, the potential reactions of people that hadn't seen me before. And I, I didn't know what people were going to say or think when they saw me. And that led me to be very reclusive. And uh, I didn't leave the house very often. There's a lot of family events that I didn't go to because I knew that they were going to be held in a public place and I just couldn't uh, sort of come to terms with the fact that I was going to have to be 
goes into a restaurant or you know a function suite or something like that and there's going to be other people there mm-hmm. um dentist waiting rooms doctors waiting rooms trains and buses those sort of places were a complete no-go for me at that time because i was so nervous and and sort of consumed with anxiety uh, as a result of people's reactions to my birthmark and how I look. Uh, so it was, it was very difficult for me growing up. But later on, we'll maybe talk about sort of how I came through that. And uh, what I always say now is that regardless of how hard the experiences I went through growing up were, I'm glad that I went through them because now that I've come through it and reached the other side, I look back on it and yes, there are a lot of negative things that happen. There's a lot of negative memories but I don't dwell on them because I know that, you know, that it's memories, it's stuff that happened in the past. And even though it was awful to go through, I know that they, they made me into a very sort of understanding and non-judgmental person and non-prejudiced person. And I might not have had the same morals and values if I hadn't been through those tough experiences. So in a way, it's it's very much been a blessing, even though I used to view it as a curse. That's amazing. I'm so happy you said that because I feel the same way too. Growing up, you know, I always used to hide my illness. And then now I'm just like, yes, it sucked, but I'm grateful for it. And it's funny that you yeah. said that because a lot of people look at me and they're like, you had a stroke. How is that a blessing? And I'm just like, it really is. It allowed me to open up start this podcast and share and Mm. I love what you said and because of that I I see you're doing thank you I see you're doing great things about five and a half years ago um, when I was 22 I'm 27 now but when I was 22 I was still going through all the same things that I went through as a child and a teenager and you know, I was in my early 20s and I eventually said enough's enough. Um, I'm going to post about this on social media and see if I can make a difference because I know that, you know, people go through lots of different things, but I know that my personal experience growing up with a birthmark on my face is, you know, it's not exactly common. It's quite a rare experience for a, a young person to have to grow up dealing with. And I thought, you know, I might be able to help someone with my experiences. So I put a post on Facebook sort of pouring my heart out and saying, you know, wherever I go, people stare and laugh and children are afraid of me sometimes. And the post, uh, and I had a collage of photographs on the post of like my, my birthmark at different developments growing up, different stages of development. And uh, the post got shared worldwide and it got a really positive uh, reaction. I started getting messages from strangers saying that my words had really helped them and stuff like that. And uh, at that point, it gave me such a boost in confidence. It was unbelievable. And I, I'm so glad that I did that initial Facebook post those five years ago uh, because the reaction was incredible and it was it was a lot of positive encouraging words that I really needed to hear at the time because I felt very negatively about the situation I was in and I didn't think that I would ever be free from it, if, uh, to use that phrase. And after I started posting, after I did that first post on social media and I saw the reaction that it got, um, 
I've posted about it ever since because I know that I, I can help people with the experiences that I went through. And I hate to think that other people growing up, children and adults, uh, I hate to think that anyone's having to go through the same things that I did purely because of what they look like. So I'm very passionate about spreading the message that you should never judge a book by its cover. And uh, I continue to to post about it and to spread that message. That is amazing. And that takes so much courage to be open to sharing your experience. Most likely you will help another person because not everyone is like comfortable sharing. And so they, they feel like mm. they're going through this alone. So I'm so proud of you, especially um, <laughs> I love to see like the growth because a lot of people that I interview for my podcast, I've talked to them on Instagram. And they've changed so much and changed for the better. Mm. You know, I mean, I know last year was terrible for everyone worldwide, but I think especially for people with like disabilities, chronic illnesses, just because um, our doctor appointments were through Zoom. <laughs> mm. I don't know if you experienced that, but it's awful. <laughs> no, well, me personally, no, no I don't have regular uh, appointments uh, you know, to do with the birth market. It's not something that I need to get checkups for or anything like that. But yeah, I completely understand that that has been the case for a lot of people and there's been a lot of treatment pushed back and uh, stuff like that. So yeah, it has been very difficult for people uh, with different illnesses and conditions. Oh, yes. I mean, you can't have a doctor's appointment through Zoom and expect to be fine. It's like a 20 minute thing and then that's it. <laughs> But um, how are things like going over there with COVID? With COVID? They, yeah, have they been opening up or are you guys still in lockdown? No, the, um, most of the restrictions have uh, eased completely. There's not, you still have to sort of wear a mask in certain places and stuff like that. But, um, you know, like gigs, concerts are starting to happen again, sporting events. Mm -hmm. Um, nightclubs are back open, pubs, restaurants, hotels. You can get, you know, flights and trains. Uh, it's, it's basically a lot of the restrictions have eased in the UK for the time being. Uh, they're talking about maybe having a lockdown over winter, depending on how the cases go and stuff like that. But I think the UK has had... Uh, if, if not the best, but one of the top three best uh, vaccination programs in the world. So there's a lot of people in the UK that have been uh, fully vaccinated. And mm -hmm. um, obviously there's people that don't want to, and, and there's, you know, there's people that, that are for it and people that are against it, but there's, uh, for those that, that want the vaccine, you know, a lot of people have had the vaccine. So if the vaccine does help, which, you know, I, I've been, I've been fully vaccinated as well, mm -hmm. and it's uh, it seems to have you know brought the, the cases to a, a more manageable level, I suppose. Um, but obviously, it's still it's still a, an issue that's there in the background, and there are still people catching it and becoming very ill with it. So um, it's not completely away, but the UK has opened up most of its uh, things again at, at, at the moment. Okay, that's good. Yes, here in Georgia, things are kind of like, like you said, half and half. It's like you can go to certain stuff. They, 
they do say you know you should wear a mask but a lot of people don't understand and sadly from for um the states that now there's like a delta variant so it's actually increasing i wish i could mm. say like yours but in like your country i remember they had like two three lockdowns like they were really strict so okay yes yeah they've had they've had uh sort of like a lockdown and some easing and then a lockdown again yeah they've had two or three different uh lockdown sort of periods Yes, and I I really think that helped too because you know like you guys wouldn't allow like other people to travel and stuff and that was really good. See the U.S. it kind of it went through a lockdown and then a few months later it opened up and that's how like things are not getting better. But mm. I, I'm still here. I just stay in these four walls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as you're safe. Yes, for sure. I mean, I know for in my personal case, if I get COVID, I'm done. <laughs> Like, it's just any little thing that goes on, like a simple cold or anything, like, it kills me. My mm. immune illness is so low, like, I can't. <laughs> well, fingers crossed that you, you don't become sick. Oh, yes, definitely. Well, thank you. This was amazing. And I always love catching up with people. And and I love, to, I love seeing you do great things. If you can let everyone know what your Instagram is and any upcoming projects you'd like to share. Thank you. Um, my name on Instagram is uh, VM, so that stands for Venus Malformation. Uh, VM Rory, R O R Y, nineteen ninety three. And uh, as far as upcoming things, there's a, a couple of sort of projects that I can't really go into at the moment, but I will be sort of announcing some stuff soon, hopefully. Um, and yeah, and different sort of campaign work and charity stuff that I get involved with. So yeah, there, there's a lot. Of, I've got a lot of ideas of my own as well that I'm going to implement. So yeah, I'm looking forward to getting stuck into all of that. Oh, yes. I'm so excited to see this. And I'll leave all your information down below. And thank you for joining me on the Self Love Sister podcast. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.